Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in. Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, welcome back to the show. It actually is Saturday today. We know it's the Every Day is Saturday podcast, but today is actually Saturday, November 14th, 2020. Hey, yesterday I posted a video on Instagram, and it, uh, subsequently it's the same thing. My Facebook page, Every Day is Saturday. And inside of our group, our Every Day is Saturday group, uh, which you're very you know free to join right there, Motivation, Inspiration, Success with Sam Crowley. And it was a video that I did eight years ago for Father's Day. Now, I know it's not Father's Day. It's November. But my mom's birthday was a few days ago. She would have been 93 years old. 93 years old. My mom died July 7th, 1997. And so I just want to share this message. It's about closing loops. So just bear with I'll make sure that this podcast, like most of mine, actually have a point. Uh, by the way, if you're ready to work together, go to Launch with Sam launchwithsam.com. We will launch your message in 30 days or less. And yes, if you don't have a podcast, I'll do it all for you as well. launchwithsam.com. So I put that video out there and it was a powerful, emotional video, very vulnerable, very raw. You can check it out on my Instagram page every day is Saturday. And it was about how I reconnected with my dad, actually connected with him. My dad left my mom to raise eight kids by herself when I was about three months old or so back in 1968. My mom hated him, hated him. So this guy was never reaching out, at least while my mom was alive, <laughs> to ever have any like kumbaya moments with my dad. And quite honestly, I don't know what happened to the guy. He went nuts. You know, he was going nuts way before he left us in 1968. But I don't know. He, you know, he just went and just washed up on the shores of Annapolis, Maryland after, you know, riding trains and getting drunk every night and AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, all that. So he washed up on the shores of Annapolis, Maryland. I guess that's where he was. So I reached out to him. Um, he stayed in contact with my older siblings, I guess, off and on for a while. So I had his email address and just reached out back in 2012 and said, you know, this feels just right. I don't know why it felt right then, but 2012 was a very transformative year for me in a lot of different ways. It's, uh, I remember we had moved to Springville, New York, so because I had all these rental properties back in Western PA, and Springville was a suburb of Buffalo, and I was about 45 minutes from my rental properties. I didn't want to live in the town I had rental properties, but I was okay living. I also kind of wanted to be near a big city, so I moved the family back to the Buffalo area back in 2010, April of 2010, and then in January of 2012, I moved back into our home that we rented out in the Cincinnati area. And so I tell you all of that just to let you know, in 2012, January 17th, I remember the day I joined the health club that I'm still with eight years later, and that's when I created that habit. That's when I lost so much weight, got in amazing shape, went to my first New Edition concert, which New Edition's my favorite band of the 80s and 90s R&B band, and it just bought it on a whim, saw them play in Toledo for the first time, brought me back. A song can bring you back like in an instant 
to your childhood, you know, or to a great place or not so great place, I guess, as well. But that's the power, kind of a side note, that's the power music has over us. Like you hear a song from 10 years ago, 20 years ago, when you were 10, 20 years old, and it, it immediately takes you back. So when I saw a new edition at the end of April 2012, that was big. And 2012 is a pretty freaking amazing year for me, just in a lot of ways. So anyway, I won't go into that. But it, the one of the reasons also is I wanted to, I was on this really big kick of doing everything, like seeing that, seeing New Edition for the first time, their 30th anniversary tour, getting in the greatest shape of my life. And I was really pushing the envelope in a lot of places, relationships and business and, and health and God spiritually and all of that stuff. And I helped our local pastor plant his church here, and that was a big deal, getting up at 7 o'clock every morning and going to help him set up uh, the worship band and all that stuff at church. That was very fulfilling. Sharing a stage with Bob Proctor that year in Hawaii, that was a first. I mean, everything was like, a, it was 2012 was a pretty wild year. God, as I start going through that, it was really crazy. But one of the things that I did, I, I emailed my dad. I said, hey, would love to connect. So he's like, whoa, Sam. Oh, you know, it's like, he's, you can tell he's just nervous as a kitty in a lightning storm. But oh my God, here's my youngest kid. I abandoned him when he was three months old. He came back in the picture a couple times. I might have been three or four years old. I don't know, five. I got vague memories, but nothing. I mean, I was, now I'm 44 years old and I'm like, let's get together. So I went uh, to my buddy Mike's house in Hershey, Pennsylvania on a Friday. Uh, we hung out, probably got overserved a little too much at the bar we were at. Now, Mike's my, you know, best man at my wedding, childhood friend since I was, you know, just a kid in Bradford. He's the kind of guy, you, you've got the same friend, guys and girls out there. You can go a year without talking to him. You pick up the phone. It's like you didn't miss a beat, you know. So he's that buddy. So I stayed at him in his family's house in Hershey, PA. It's probably about a two-hour drive to Maryland, Annapolis, Maryland, from Hershey, Pennsylvania. You go through Harrisburg, and then you go south into Maryland. And so I met up with my dad and I, you know, I went to his condo and he came out and he's this frail, like, like he might have been in his early 80s at the time, frail guy. And I just yeah, gave him a hug. And to me, though, here's the thing. It wasn't an emotional, like, oh, my God. It was just kind of like I was meeting a guy. But I needed this guy to fill in the blanks of, you know, think about when you were a kid, if you had both parents in your home. You had the luxury of being able to hear the stories of, hey, mom and dad, where'd you first meet? And what was it like before I was born? And, you know, what was life like back in the 50s and 60s before I came on? I had none of that. Like, I didn't get a chance to ask my dad any of that. So we went to grab coffee in a coffee shop, and I asked him a lot of those questions, just exactly what I just told you, you know? Fill in the blanks for me. And I, it wasn't one of these, why'd you leave? I didn't want to go down that road. I didn't because there was no need. I mean, the guy's in his early 80s. What's he going to do? And what am I going to do? I didn't need to know. I knew he went crazy. I knew he was an alcoholic. I knew that he was messed up, probably some mental illness as well in there. I didn't need to know all that. I kind of already knew it. But what I needed to do was just let him know, hey, dude, I don't even know if you're feeling guilt, but you need to know that I forgive you, you know? And I'm thinking in the back of my mind, my mom would absolutely kill me, but I know she's in heaven, so she's fine now with it. If she was in her natural life, she would have absolutely killed me for even going to meet my dad. But I just needed him to know that, and it was also a way to push the envelope again. Like, that was way, way outside my comfort zone, so far out. my. And if you watch the video... Um, I posted it inside of our Facebook group and on my Instagram. It's probably a five, six minute video. And I've got excerpts of us just sitting on a bench on that day, chatting it up, you know, and you can also check this out on my YouTube channel as well. 
But it, there's excerpts of us kind of chatting it up. But if you check it out on Instagram, it would have been on November 13th, 2020. No matter when you're listening to this podcast, go on my Instagram. Every day is Saturday. Go to November 13th, 2020. You'll see the video there. And you'll see the whole story, like how I framed it there. And it was emotional. It was powerful. I've already gotten really great response and private messages from people who went through similar circumstances. And if you're going through these types of circumstances where you've got some ill will towards somebody and somebody did you wrong, I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. I am not that. I'm not a, I'm just not that personal development guy because I'm not here to say, I don't understand what kind of baggage you have. Look, there's women out there that have been beaten by husbands and boyfriends. I'm not, I cannot possibly counsel you on that. That's not even in my realm. And I would be an idiot if I tried to. There's professionals that do that. And there's other men that have been raped by men in their childhood. Pre, I know guys I went to high school with that were molested by priests from our diocese, our Erie diocese, Bradford, PA. Look, this is real. I am not even close to that guy. So... Take me at my word when I tell you I would be out of integrity to counsel you. Here's the one thing I would say. Now, aside from that type, that's serious, off the charts. I pray for you. I can't help you. I pray for you, though, that you get somebody in your life who can actually help you with that because that's serious stuff. I choose, at that moment in my life, I was on this big forgiveness kick. Like, I'm just going to go forgive everybody. And my dad was one of these people. And it felt really good. Like, you know, when we let, we hung out for the day. So we went and grabbed coffee. It was probably about 11 in the morning, noon or so. And then we hung out for most of the afternoon. I think I left maybe four or five in the afternoon, gave another hug. And, uh, you know, that was it. And I made my way back to Hershey, crashed at my buddy Mike's. I was exhausted, crashed at his house. I think I was in bed at eight o'clock and drove back to Cincinnati the next day and just kind of thought about everything, you know, like, geez, I could be sitting here saying I've never... Uh, all those times I was kind of hanging out, playing baseball. Everybody's dad was there. Basketball, I was a big sports kid. Dad was never there, you know. All the holidays, dad was never there. Couldn't go throw a football in the side yard. Dad wasn't there. But then I thought about what kind of person that this really shaped me into, you know. And I thought, you know, this is really cool. Because of the fact that I didn't, I had this, you know, huge void in my life growing up. Uh, it made me so want to be the hokey dokey Clark Griswold, Mike Brady kind of dad. You know, the dad is like, hey, kids, picture. Hey, kids, let's do this. Go to Kings Island every day and and just embarrass my daughters at every chance I could possibly get by being that embarrassing dad. But I was always in the drop off line in the morning, taking them to school, always in the pickup line, picking them up. And I always made sure I was in their lives, you know. And had I not had that experience growing up, I don't think, well, I know, I, I just would not nearly be as, I wouldn't even be in tune to when my daughter Madeline asked, Daddy is tomorrow Saturday, back on that cold November evening in 2004, I wouldn't have been open, like I wouldn't have been present. When she said that, it hit me like a gut punch, like, holy cow, I'm orphaning my kid and I'm making a hundred grand. I'm going to a job every day. She's a corporate orphan. My dad left me, but I'm not doing any better by leaving her every day. I'm missing dance recitals. I'm missing all these different things that are happening without me. I need to be present. That's what happens when you take that, I don't want to call it a tragedy, just whatever it is that you've had happen in your life, I promise you, you can take the mess and you can turn it into a message. And I promise you that you can absolutely have an amazing life, regardless of the scars and the wounds and all of those things. And I'm just, I've got this tough exterior to me. And I think if I ever allowed anybody to get really close or anybody got inside my head, uh, I would I would be a lot more, 
you know, vulnerable in that respect. I just, I don't allow that to happen because there's probably a lot of psychological reasons for that, but it's really, it served me well, like going through what we went through with my daughter, Susan, I, I wasn't even feeling it, man. I mean, people are like, how did you deal with all of that trauma of what you, what happened with your daughter? And I'm like, Hey, I just never let it penetrate the rhino skin. I'm not even saying that's healthy. That's just the way I operate. And when I have my everyday Saturday brand and business and the ups and downs, I crash hard sometimes. There's days that, you know, I lay in bed at night like, oh, my God, oh, I don't I got to I got to just unplug tomorrow. And I do. I unplug. I go for a long walk. I work out extra long. I don't get online. I just I don't because when you're as high as I get, you crash pretty low if things get rough. But here's the message from today. Okay. Watch that video on my Instagram or you can go inside our Facebook group and understand that even some of the uh, the biggest, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, like a canyon of type of a void in your life, you can close that. Not only can you close it, you can thrive and you really can. And again, this isn't Johnny Motivation coming at you. This is something real. Like you can absolutely thrive by using that and those experiences to your advantage. I promise you, you can. If I can do it, my God, you can absolutely do it. Okay. So that's the message for today, closing loops. And that was what I did. I closed the loop. Matter of fact, the following year, I had a speaking event. I was speaking in Washington, DC on a Saturday. And the following summer in 2013, my book had come out every day is Saturday. So I went and met my dad. We went to that same coffee shop. I gave him a copy of my book, signed it for him. To dad, you know, your son, Sam. And that was the last time I saw him. He died uh, a few years later, and that was it. So I'm glad that I was able to close that loop. And I want you to get out there, close loops, and open other ones. By closing that, it really opened up another facet. Like, you know what? I can be the bigger person. I can offer forgiveness. Felt a hell of a lot better to me than I'm sure it did for him. It just felt good for me to be able to do that. And by closing a lot of loops out there that you got open, those open wounds or, or you know, just deals you got to get done. I just, I got to get this thing done. It's like for me, I had to get it done and it opened up. So, you know what? I can do this. I can be that person. Uh, I can absolutely do that. And it felt, it felt really good. So I just hope you're able to do that in different areas of your life and don't harbor this, you know, this toxic stuff that's inside of you because it's preventing you from being the person that you were really designed to be. I really believe that. So let's get after it, guys. Let's get after it in a big way. Have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.